Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. 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 I'm stuck. Beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating and doozing, never cheating. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Stick. Uh, I'm David. Um, you may have seen on Twitter in the last uh, few days that my co-host Zoe is taking a hiatus from the show. Uh, we'll definitely miss her on the show, but uh, in the meantime, uh, I've got a guest here with me. It's Will from our fellow Noise Space uh, podcast, Radish. Hey, uh, it's me, Will. I feel like I'm uh, I'm Kelly Ripa on Co-host Week. Uh, <laughs> back when Regis was looking for a new Kathy Lee. Wow, I'd I'd completely forgotten that's how they did that. I thought she just showed yeah. up one day. No, they had like a, a audition system, and they just gave her. Uh, <laughs> she had to like do feats of strength and stuff. Oh, good. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, so you we were talking a little bit uh, before the show, um. And you mentioned that you had been a fan of Homestar Runner for a really long time. Like, do you do you want to talk about like how you got into the show? Yeah, yeah. My uh, my dad's friend told him about it, and this was probably in two thousand four. I was probably nine. I think I was nine. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, my dad and I, would always watch all the all the new emails every week. Uh, and then like, I remember one day I was uh, I was in fourth grade. And my dad came to school to have lunch with me, and a new Teen Girl Squad had come out that day. And so he just described <laughs> the entire thing at the lunch table, and like he didn't have to do that. But it, did, did he I, like I, uh, do the voices at the lunch table and everything oh, yeah. for you? <laughs> it was the it was the one with the possums. Oh the yeah, possums. I'm an opossum. That's that's uh, my that's my wife's favorite one. She she actually does the possums thing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's one with Thomas. The alien. Oh yeah, Thomas. Um, Thomas hit it with the bat. The the one who uh, can like do the sweet skateboard moves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, so there's yeah, Thomas I'm... and Nebulon are the two big aliens in in Homestar Runner. Are, but are nobody likes into... Nebulon style. No. <laughs> we'll get, well, I guess we'll get into more alien lore with the limousine in space. Yeah. So uh, this this time we uh, we wanted to talk about. Um, uh, fictional bands and musical artists in uh, in Homestar Runner. We had the episode where we reviewed one by one, uh, one song at a time, the Strong Bad Sings and Other Type Hits album. Um, and that was a fun time. It, we did it sort of like a Tuning Fork episode. Uh, nice. And... Uh, uh, and it's a it's still a really good album. Um, I wish you could still get it. I'm pretty sure they don't sell it anymore, uh, which is too bad. But um, is yeah. it on Spotify? I think I think it is on Spotify. I know they added like almost every single piece of music from Homestar Runner to yeah. Spotify now as well. It's about time they've been they've been really good on the uh, the archiving of Homestar Runner stuff as flashes fleeing the internet. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's something i've been thinking about too lately because um did you ever watch anything by uh weeble uh back in the day yeah he's the guy weeble who made stuff. like badgers and stuff like that mm -hmm. um i i reached out to him on twitter uh, a couple days ago because i noticed that a lot of the old cartoons that are remembered from his website um they like if you go to the site now, there's still a couple of Flash cartoons up there, but most of them you just can't get to anymore. Um, and he replied to me saying the reason for that is uh, because a Flash is a security risk now, and b <laughs> he's not planning on rehosting a few of them because they're just not good, um, which kind of made me sad. Like, yeah, well, they're not should... good, but you should still it, it's internet history, and it seems yeah, like it... we're losing something. <laughs> It belongs in a museum. It it's, does belong a, in a museum. Indiana, is the thing. Jones. Yeah, yeah. They've been uh, they've been good on the the archiving though because I remember uh, when the iPod Video came out. Yeah, and video yeah. podcasts were a thing, and a lot of YouTubers were putting their videos out as a video podcast as well. Mm -hmm. 
um, Homestar was one of the first ones to do strong red emails on video. As a, yeah. as a video download every week. I remember that because my first iPod Classic was a video one uh, in mm. about 2005, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, it had like the intro or the outro of Strong Bad saying like, get me out of this tiny box. And we got the extended <laughs> warranty because the screen yeah. would crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, my, my iPod Classic did eventually... Uh, it, the screen didn't break, but... Uh, not physically, at least the <laughs> the technology of the screen broke. It got that like rainbow shimmer, yeah, like from and, like, annihilation behind the, the screen. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of the vertical lines stopped showing up and stuff like that. Classic. But that's that's kind of what you risk with uh, with older Apple products. Sadly, that's why it's called the iPod Classic. Yep, that's, that's not why. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, so yeah, it's fictional bands. Um, they 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 really kind of all started from uh i want to say the band names email mm-hmm. uh yeah because he was he was listing off like things that were cool like yeah if, if you misspell your band name to make it cool and the right. example he gave was limousine which was not spelled correctly as far as i know as i mean this is this is canon in my head this is how you spell limousine but that might be mandela <laughs> effect <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen you've seen references to the band a lot more often than you have to the long car. Right. I've never seen the long. It's a, it's a limo. I've never seen someone spell the word limousine who wasn't a police officer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could get in trouble for having both uh, a limousine and the band limousine. One of them. One of them is a uh, is more dangerous. <laughs> and I think. I think. An Easter egg on that email was Matt doing the "We are the band Limousine" voice, just as like a there was like a tour banner or something like that, uh, yeah. Which opened up the world for one of my favorite parts of Homestar Runner, which is the extended universe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I see your uh, your name here on on Discord is Leg to Labor. Yeah, <laughs> which is what's the what's the company name? Thorax Corp. Thorax Corp. Yeah. Are, I remember finding that uh, back when like ARGs were big and thinking like, oh, this is look at all this content they've hidden away. <laughs> it's like we're through the looking glass, people. I found Thorax Corp. <laughs> Limousine's no different. There's a, there's a lot of limousine lore on the wiki. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to get into some of that? My favorite thing about them, which I don't think is ever mentioned once in any of the cartoons, is that they're an Italian family band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all of their last names are Palaroncini. Which is, uh, Pala is Italian for shovel, and Roncini is, uh, stallion or workhorse. So Palaroncini translates to stallion shovel. <laughs> we are stallion shovel! <laughs> and, uh, Larry, Gary, Perry, Mary, Harry, and Terry. They beat Parks and Rec to the punch on the, uh, yeah. the mini Jerry names. Yeah. The the brothers chaps like to uh like to have family organizations it seems like cuz Thorax Corp is another one of those you have all the all the, Road the to labor, labor brothers yeah Ed the labor they got they got progressively weirder and the pictures were more incomprehensible <laughs> as you as you Yeah one of them was just a the, broken jpeg Yeah one of them didn't work one was a statue <laughs> Yeah um so Limousine uh eventually did do some live performances uh once uh Homestar Runner got big enough. They did one in 2008, it looks like, which it looks like it. I mean, I've seen some pictures of the videos and it looks like it's in a basement. Like uh, <laughs> if, if this is Matt's basement, it would not surprise me because it looks like every basement around here. Um, and they did one September 2016, the weekend of Dragon Con. They did one in Atlanta because um, they're from here. They're from Decatur, which is just down the road. It's at the first suburb. Um and it sold out so fast, they added, like, a second show a month later. They might have added a third show. I don't know. Um, but it, it took place at a bar called Venkman's, which is, like, actually just downstairs from my current apartment. It's, like, across the street. And I realized today, doing this research, that the members of Limousine that aren't the Chapmans own Venkman's. It's their bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there you I, go. I, li- I live above the bar that Limousine actually owns. <laughs> Well, yeah, so so you can go down there and get a nice plate of Paleroncini. Not right now, but <laughs> because, of, because of some reasons. But. Yeah, because of reasons. You can get it for takeout. 
<laughs> they they do have an alcoholic ecto cooler because they're they're Venkmans. It's like nice. Yeah. yeah, I had a uh, when I was little, and ecto cooler was still a relatively new thing. Um, I had a a birthday party that uh, I think because I was young enough, it was uh, actually Barney the Dinosaur themed, so everything had to be green and purple. And nice. of course, my green drink of choice was ecto cooler. <laughs> I think I had one of those like big ten gallon like red plastic dispensers full of ecto cooler Kool Aid. Is there is there a better green drink than ecto cooler? I don't know. Like my it's a, it's a my small wife, field. Uh, my wife when she was younger used to get this like uh this like concentrated lime drink uh that came in like a tetra pack like like milk does. Um, <laughs> And it was from uh, it was from a company called Polka Dot Dairy. I live in Minneapolis. I don't know if uh, they exist anywhere outside of uh, the Midwest, but um, she says that that is like the actual taste of the color green to her. <laughs> I mean, I just think of like grass, or yeah. I guess like cooler. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know what purple tastes like. And I learned the term Tetra Pack today, which is great for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's just the, the the thing that milk cartons look like. That that shape, yeah. Yeah. They don't have those in Canada though. They have milk bags. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian milk bags I've also long long maintained as a great name for a band. Much like <laughs> especially if you were of like the, the sloshy genre of alternative uh, yeah. long hair music. Yeah. Before we get into sloshy, we should uh we should probably talk about the limousine uh but there in space cartoon show. Yeah. There's there's a precious few band tie-in shows nowadays. Yeah, it's kind of too bad. I, I guess, I don't know if, like, I feel like there were more tie-in shows in general in the area that they're lampooning. Like, in the 80s, everything had, like, a tie-in cartoon to sell toys, like He-Man. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of kids' cartoons nowadays, but I feel like it's cartoon first, toys later. Yeah. Where that's, not, that's not what cartoons are for. Um, yeah, this seems kind of like they're lampooning, um, like, Hanna-Barbera 70s cartoons. Yes. Um, like uh, the Scooby-Doo movies and Jabberjaw, yeah. yeah. Um, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, the the time when you could just have the Harlem Globetrotters in your cartoon as a guest <laughs> for no reason. Adam West as Batman, but they don't call him Adam West, they call him <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh it's also like it's a little bit like Metalocalypse. I know it's it's not lampooning that, but like the art style and stuff does remind me a little bit of Metalocalypse, which is also, I believe, an Atlanta production. Was Metalocalypse uh, like contemporary to this? I feel like it was. It it doesn't seem well. Metalocalypse was what like two thousand five ish, maybe These a little were bit both later when than I was that? in high school. So yeah, yeah. So I guess. Uh, like Brendan Small had a similar like upbringing because like a lot of the stuff if you if you watch like home movies for example there's a mm-hmm. lot of references to you know hair metal and things like that as well. Did he do home movies? Yeah, Brendan Small. Uh, no way. That that's why the main character is named Brendan Small in home movies. <laughs> I've, I've seen. I've I'm familiar with home movies. I've never watched home movies. It's uh. It's like a really dry show. Um, okay. Like it's definitely, uh, it, it was, I think, one of the first shows that they ever broadcast on Adult Swim when it first launched. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think that's why it was able to continue making episodes because Adult Swim picked it up. I think they had one season on like UPN or something. And then, <laughs> then it got revived as a flash cartoon for Adult Swim. Most of so it's going away. So they got to archive home movies, otherwise. Yeah, right. So it's a, it's, a, it's a threat. Yeah, I think I think there are DVD box sets of home movies now that you can get. Um, so yeah. they're in space. They are in space. They got, fun, they got a fun theme song that rhymes, and it's like they took the limousine, took their bus, and made a space machine. And um, they have a they have a new manager who I don't think has seen it all before. Uh, yeah, no. this cartoon. His name is Teague Dugland. <laughs> what what the what the Chapman brothers are the best at is naming things. 
Yeah, I will. <laughs> this is my, the peak Homestar Runner humor. They don't even have to make cartoons. If they just put out lists of names, it would kill me. Because <laughs> Teague Duglin, who looks like Jonathan Colton, it's just Matt, it's just Mike Chapman. Yeah. Uh, and his pretty much his only line is, "I'm afraid I've got some bad news, boys." Followed by the exposition for the episode. <laughs> yeah, and it's almost always his bad news is about something getting canceled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, one of them was, I've got some bad news. We are now extras on the DVD <laughs> instead yeah. of being on TV. I'm um, afraid the hot alien babes that were supposed to get your get to the concert don't have tickets or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, not a life-threatening emergency. No. Um, there's one where, like, I've got some bad news. Like, the, uh, the other band is going on first, and someone's like, man, their bassist doesn't even have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that was another thing uh, of Limousine always being um, set as like the opposition to indie rock. Yeah, they they literally were set up as Limousine versus Sloshy by the label at one point. Yeah, <laughs> they had to, they had to play each other's songs, which they did at the live show. Limousine played um, "We Don't Really Care About You" and Sloshy played "Because It's Midnight." <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like there was recordings uh, that you could download. I, I think I don't know if they were the live recordings, but I think they might have actually recorded those and made them downloadable on the website at some point. I think they were on one of the answering machines as well, and I think you okay. could get them off that. Sure, based yeah. on my based on my my dive through HR Wiki today, which I've been frantically <laughs> taking notes like I was studying for a test. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, what, what year would this come out? All right. What case this comes up? There, there was uh, one answering machine. I, I do remember where uh, one of the uh, one of the limousine members uh, called Marzipan for some reason. I don't remember why. I just remember just, hearing his voice. It sounds weirdly like Bubs, but it's more higher pitched. And <laughs> he talks <laughs> like a crazy person. Um, an underrated part of a limousine is that almost all their songs feature the word night. And it's almost always spelled incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. N-I-T-E. It's always N-I-T-E. Uh, because it's midnight, Night Mamas, a great title is Today is Already Tonight. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, they, they performed the Trogdor theme song, which I feel like uh, is entry-level limousine. You can really gatekeep with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Name two more of their songs. <laughs> I don't think I can. I'm a fake limousine fan, unfortunately. They're fake bands. That's fine. <laughs> they don't have any other songs. Um, because It's Midnight actually was used on the Rocks the 80s edition of Guitar Hero. And, yeah! Uh, and then you could unlock, <laughs> Trog- then you can unlock Trogdor uh, in Guitar Hero 2. That's what I, I, remember, I remember playing one of the limousine songs. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously, was, uh, you had some fans of theirs working at harmonics at the time. That was at a time where like internet Easter eggs weren't very big. Like no one really had like there there weren't like memes. And so if you saw, I think in one of the seasons of Buffy, there's a strong bad shirt. And I remember as a kid being like, "Holy crap!" They watched the same cartoons as me online. <laughs> yeah, they they actually. And I think I brought this up on a previous episode of this show, um, but in the finale of the show, uh, they're all around the table playing D anD D, and they come across um, they, they come across a monster called Trogdor the Burninator. Nice, yeah. So right as Buffy yeah. was going out, Homestar was coming in because they got a uh, they had an Entertainment Weekly write up um, that I remember reading like, all the different like here's the best internet cartoon you don't know about and you know. Nine-year-old me was like, Haha, suck it, entertainment. I knew about these guys. Um, I know about this, and I'm only in fourth grade. <laughs> That's why I knew about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the cool game for attractive people being on the Wii and seeing a like, Homestar Runner on the Wii shop was like my moon landing. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> thousands of people look at the eShop. And <laughs> Yep, and now there's memes, you know, Wendy's commercials, and it's not as it's not as fun. Yeah, now now you can listen to uh, ten hours of the eShop uh, remix uh, at your leisure. Yeah, and, and Future has a verse on it. Yeah, uh, go listen to Nikki Flowers's remix of the We uh, eShop theme if you haven't. 
Do they make a 10 hour remix? Yeah. No way. I, <laughs> all right. I gotta, gotta <laughs> cut, cut this early. <laughs> How did they, did they like loop it? Or is yeah. It? Yeah. It's okay. Okay. They, it's they not made, like they made it a regular hours. length remix of it and then just looped it for that, 10 hours and uploaded okay, that's it to fair. YouTube. I was very concerned for a second. <laughs> it was like a, a 10 hour thought experiment. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a drone piece. <laughs> No. Um, one second. I got some AC noise in the background. We'll cut that off. Sorry. Going for total total sonic purity. <laughs> Sounded weird. Yeah, we, we um, don't have sonic purity anymore after the after the movie came out. <laughs> the sonic's all muddled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, yeah. Do we have anything else about limousine? Um, I like if you get the chance, look up limousine lyrics. Because it's 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 like they fed a bunch of '80s hair metal to one of those AIs and just had it write a song. Because it's all the all the lyrics are like liquid and leather in equal measure, <laughs> liquid uh, and leather, champagne glass. <laughs> it's, it's 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 just a list of '80s tropes. Yeah, it yeah. If you if you watch like any. A music video from a popular band at the time, then you'll know exactly the vibe that they're going for. Um, like, for example, if you watch uh, a music video by, I don't know, the Cars, there'll be like mm-hmm. some, there'll be like some model, uh, like you know, in a, like a spandex or leather outfit, just like splayed against a car for no reason, at, while yeah. the band is all around them. Have you seen uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Oh, God, not for a really long time, but yes. This is a scene where he walks through a Twisted Sister video, and they're all, like, they all have, they have, they have that same hair, and yeah, they're on the car, like, singing, like, right into the, right into the camera. Yeah. It's, uh, they're, like, half, they're half Twisted Sister, half ACDC, because the Z is the ACDC lightning bolt. That, that was, uh, that was before, uh, Twisted Sister had to appear before, uh, before Tipper Gore or whatever for the uh, for the like parental advisory hearings or whatever. Oh, were, were they in that too? Yeah, it was. Uh, D. <laughs> Snyder showed up for that. I think. Nice. <laughs> not not who you want in your legal hearing. <laughs> yeah, just to defend you, you, the entire concept of using profanity in music. You have the guy from a, Twisted Sister. He has a storied history of not wanting to take it. So (laughs) he's made his stance on taking it very clear. Yeah. You do have to hand it to him. (laughs) Uh, Do we have anything else to say about Limousine? The Italian family band that doesn't know how to spell the word night. And and has a cartoon show. They have a cartoon show. There is a song where they say, where the night moves through you. But night is spelled K N I G H G. It's like, <laughs> so, sorry. No, that's that's a perfectly oh. legitimate thing to bring up. Um, the other uh, band that came out of that band names email, um, the the only other one that kind of took off was uh, Tarantula, mm-hmm. which uh, has the members Dave Bjornborg, Dave <laughs> Olaf Stenson, and Schenkel McDew. <laughs> See if they just if they just listed names, that'd be a fine website. It would be a they fine website. Their their origins are Scandinavia, according to HR Wiki. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just like a, a doom metal outfit. They are, um, but also there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of tool references whenever Tarantula comes up. <laughs> uh, for example, the video for the decoupage. Which uh, is, uh, again, according to HR Wiki, perhaps a spoof of the band Tools video for their single Sober. Perhaps. So it's un- it's unconfirmed. Yeah, it's <laughs> unclear if this um, video of, like, uh, slithering meat with a bunch of rusty nails going into it is, in fact, a reference to the stop-motion tool video for Sober. <laughs> uh Tarantula had decoupage, which was one of the examples that I think Strongbad gave deco- of, of cool things to say in the metal voice. Yeah, because um, you always have to say words that start with D-E. Yeah, uh, uh, decay, death, decoupage. Yeah. Um, 
I know them from the uh, the song <laughs> "Moving Very Slowly," yes. which has an incredible breakdown of slower and slower and slow. Does it just get slower and slower and slower? <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, more- the. Uh, I watched the. I think it's a DVD feature, but they they made a video for the uh, "Strong Bad Sings" and other type hits recording of that song. It's literally mm-hmm. just Matt Chapman in like a long black wig, like. <laughs> evilly staring into the camera and like getting closer and further away from it uh every other frame uh, or something like that and uh just kind of looking very menacing and eventually it's uh it cuts to um like the guitar solo and it's just somebody wearing like the halloween like skeleton gloves playing the solo <laughs> um simple but effective the picture of tarantula which you posted in twisted thursday um <laughs> it looks to be three men one dave bjornborg clearly the front man because he has the highest quality wig uh secondly dave olofsten clearly just a friend of the the, the brothers chaps because he's just a guy in normal clothes with a very bad wig on but we need to talk about Schenkel McDew, who <laughs> appears to have on a pair of black long pants as a wig that's kind of thrown over his head. I didn't the notice worst that, but you're, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> they didn't have three wigs, so he just has long pants. He's also wearing <laughs> and, a pink polo shirt. <laughs> and the worst fake mustache I've ever seen, which might be cut out from the pants. Yeah, much like Limousine, uh, most of the band is Matt Chapman. Yeah, I think two-thirds of this picture is Matt Chapman. Yeah. The other one definitely isn't Mike. Is that? I'm pretty sure that's not Mike. It's Um, it's hard to see. It's a pretty small picture. When they they did the uh, DragonCon show, they did a uh, a limousine set and then a sloshy set afterwards. Or reverse that. Sloshy, then limousine with an intermission. And I don't know why they needed an intermission because all of their costumes are so terrible, which I think makes it charming. But, like, all the limousine wigs are just really bad. They, they cost $3 at the Party City. Yeah. Like, the all of the budget for Homestar Runner, I think, just went into paying for Flash. And yes. then it was just whatever they could find around. Uh, according to this, Tarantula has six songs. Moving very slowly, the decoupage, brother in a jar, <laughs> brother in a jar, trudge mank, <laughs> and then fudge clank, and then the trog hammer. <laughs> I did watch. I did watch the uh, the video for uh, for trudge mank earlier. That's that's the <laughs> that's... one where they get the uh, the coveted guest spot by well known rapper PCP. Y'all biscuit heads. Yeah. Who started life as a Teen Girl Squad character, but somehow, like, made the transition over into the actual world. What's that star power? You get a name like PCP on your show, he's gonna break out. Yeah. He's the Frasier. PCP's also just a legitimately great rapper name, and I'm upset (laughs) that it was used on this novelty one-off character. Yeah. Instead of someone who could be out there. Yeah, we we've talked before about how uh, PCP is probably like the least fortunate, the, like the most unfortunate character on Homestar Runner, just because it's like performed by a white guy doing an impression of a black rapper. Yeah, it's it's like not it's not super explicit, but it's very much implied that he's supposed to be like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like he's just doing the Snoop Dogg impression. <laughs> Yeah, or or like uh, because he's the best guest rapper, like it could also be Nate Dog. Oh yeah, um, I don't think it's done from like a place of malice though. It's just no, like I don't they only have so one either. guy it's doing just, all the voices. So. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Tarantula, uh, they they kind of they're not like as prevalent as Limousine, but they still show up pretty often um, in like. The kind of mid uh, years of Homestar Runner. Tarantula is who you put in if a song is too heavy for Limousine. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense for Limousine to sing it. They're like, all right, we'll bust out Tarantula. Yeah, they're um, they're the they're the band that Strong Mad I think is uh, the biggest fan of. <laughs> like Strong Bad likes Limousine, Strong Mad likes Tarantula, and Strong Sad likes Sloshy. Yes, which I guess Trent. Uh, Segway translates us. Dang it. I messed up pointing out the good Segway. <laughs> I am the worst. Oh. Period. Strong Mad um, is the headbanger of the three, even though he has no head. 
He's just like a torso banger. Yeah. That's that's that bad too. <laughs> He's a face banger. Is that is He's that anything? His entire upper half moves like a hinge. <laughs> yeah. Um, which which segues us well into Sloshy. Sloshy, the, uh, the third IRL band. Yeah. It is effectively just pavement. They are just. <laughs> You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> they're just they're they're if you, if they came up on my Discover Weekly, but like after Pavement, I'd be like, all right, it's the same band. Or like this is I, I understand why. Yeah, Sloshy could have written Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, <laughs> uh, or Cut Your Hair. Yeah, that sounds like a like a Sloshy song. Um, I had a chance to here. see Pavement uh, because I went to the Pitchfork Music Festival in 2010. Um, is that in Minneapolis? No, it's uh, it's in Chicago. Um, Pitchfork Media puts it on uh, every year. Of course, they've canceled this year's, but um, yeah, it's uh, I suppose kind of a tie-in with my other podcast. But um, it's effectively just they bring together all of the artists that they've like given a lot of good press to for the last year and have them all perform sets for uh, two days. Nice, yeah. It's kind of like a, a best of Pitchfork this past year. Pretty much, yeah. And so, oh, cool. and then they always get a couple of big headliners. Like that year it was Pavement and LCD Sound System. Was that 2016? Uh, that was 17? That was 2010. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. LCD did that uh, festival tour a couple of years ago. Yeah. So this was, this was like right after This Is Happening came out. Um, oh, my God. And like before they announced that they were breaking up. <laughs> Temporarily. Yeah, exactly. Before they sold out Madison Square Garden. That was so cool though. That's a great that's a great live album. One yeah. of the best. Um So Sloshy. Sloshy has precious few live albums. Um also precious few capital letters in any of their set lists. <laughs> um <laughs> their songs are called like Okay Fine, We Don't Care About You, Beast of B sides, Phone in This One In. Yeah. Um Art Troll, Unripe. Yeah. Like like you said, they are the the if limousine is the center of the number line, the zero, they are the negative a thousand to Tarantula's positive a thousand on effort. Yeah. They they're they're the ones that are the, the lo fi band who's just looking to make enough to eat their next McDonald's or whatever. I used to get them confused with kinda long hair band, which I think <laughs> Which is um, which is Strong Bad's uh, white blues band, which has yeah, the, the circles. Yeah, circles spinning me around in circles. I failed college algebra again. <laughs> um, yeah, according to the HR Wiki, uh, Sloshy is one of Strong Bad's favorite bands until he realized they're not metal. Yeah, um, <laughs> think- which makes me think that Strong Bad just doesn't know any other kind of rock that's not hair metal. Like, how could right. you be a rock band if you're not hair metal? Or like, doesn't isn't clear on the definition of hair metal, but knows he likes it. Right. <laughs> if someone's like, you know, that's not hair metal. Oh wait, never mind. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any friends who are like? only into like uh like arena rock and classic rock like they'll go see like every time that Def Leppard does a reunion tour mm-hmm. they'll go to their show and stuff like that yes uh we have a friend like that and we used to uh he's he's branched out in his music yeah but in high school we used to slide in between classic rock would slide kind of newer stuff that was taken from the same influence you'd be like oh i like this and we're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna get him to this decade soon enough <laughs> yeah I, I i have a friend who is is very similar um like he he likes michael jackson uh as far as pop music goes and then he likes uh then he likes classic rock and then he likes um whatever is played on like the alternative metal station so like seether and stuff like that yeah, the buzz. Yeah, the the, the twisted Thursday. Yeah, in, in Minneapolis, it's ninety three X. Which you guys have the best public radio I've ever heard. I listen to the current almost every day. I have I have, the I have a uh, I have a the current sticker on one of the windows of my car. It's it's incredible. I don't know why. <laughs> and they have like five different stations too. If you go on their site, so yeah. I don't know why anyone in Minneapolis isn't listening to the current. I get upset when I hear about it. <laughs> we also have a good uh, college radio station um, that's broadcast out of 
uh, my alma mater, the University of Minnesota, called Radio K. Um, okay. They, they broadcast on AM 770, um, but also a couple of uh, kind of low-reach uh, FM stations that only work if you're kind of close to the campus. That's how Radio Disney was in Atlanta. We used to always love going downtown because you got Radio Disney downtown. That's what the tower was. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to a good bit of Radio Disney as a kid as well. My favorite AM said, radio station. <laughs> like the guy from uh, Hot Rod. Yeah. The I just watched AM that. radio enthusiast. Yeah. He has the tattoo of the uh, the AM radio uh, or the... Uh, the like Calvin lookalike urinating on mm-hmm. both a TV and an FM radio. He's got two separate streams of urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Parnell. Um, he's a genius. He's his delivery's unparalleled. Yep. Maybe Phil Hartman has beats him. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe Matt Chapman beats him. <laughs> Matt Matt Chapman's uh, acting is mostly on uh, cartoons these days. There, y'all may have talked about this on a previous episode. Um, have y'all seen the Aquabat show? I actually haven't. Like, I listened to maybe two Aquabats albums uh, like 15 years ago, and I really, I, and I, I listened to like the new episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me, where MC Bat Commander was like the guest, and I'm like, huh, maybe I should actually watch this show. They are, uh, yeah, um, Travis Barker actually started in Aquabats. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. They're uh, they're pretty they're pretty. I haven't seen the show though, and apparently Matt and Mike write for it or animate for it or huh. are in some sort of capacity involved with it because I think he and uh, Bat Commander are friends. When uh, Aquabats was in Atlanta, they had Matt come on with the Strong Bad Puppet and do Pink Pants with them, <laughs> which was huge because when when uh, Homestar was kind of on a hiatus for like those ten years. Yeah, and my friends actually in the YouTube video that that happened in. And he was like, show me the next day on school. And I was like, oh, my God, you should have been there last night. <laughs> yeah. That that hiatus happened, what, between, I want to say, 2008 and, like, 2014 or something like that, where there was hardly anything coming out? Yeah. I remember, yeah, probably 13 or 14. Yeah. Because I think Flash is Dead was their first thing back. Yeah. Did they, they do Halloween shorts in that time? They did a couple. Um Okay. And there was also, uh, like, the Xeriaxly Forks uh, cartoon was, like, one of the last things, like, before the big hiatus. I feel bad for some of those later ones, because they were just trying to, like, I guess they were trying to push them out or finish them up. Or, yeah. I feel like, and they were inevitably on the top of the website, and I felt like you should, you should have put the, the, the good stuff at the top in case someone found it during yeah. those off years. They, yeah, they kept the they kept the site up um, even as they started, you know, moving some stuff over to YouTube in the downtime. I think I think you can actually still get to the uh, the old Flash site, but it probably will be gone in the next couple of years. There's a really good. I don't know if it'll still work. Um, I know Chrome had a really good extension for it that was like Homestar Hunter Plus. Oh yeah, and it basically it gave you like a pause button and like a bigger player and stuff like that. That would be and- really nice because I remember. Uh, the, the, yeah, like the first time I watched Homestar Runner was on one of those really old CRT monitors, which only went up to, what, like 1024 by 768. So, yeah. of course, the player filled like most of the screen at that point. You're basically in full screen there. <laughs> but now like a YouTube video, even without putting it on full screen, is bigger than is bigger than that. It's crazy that 10 years ago, you could have basically majored in Flash. And now it's considered a security risk. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like there's still plenty of animation programs out there, but you don't just host the animation file uh, anywhere anymore. You have to convert it to a real video first, and then upload it somewhere mm-hmm. that you can host videos. Which I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like having your your animation and your, like for like a game and stuff. Yeah. Having your animation and your code in one package as opposed to tying in assets. Yeah, like. And and again, like the with games as well, like you can you can program a game uh, in Flash still um, and get the all the security risks that go with it, or you can you know learn uh, how to program like a Unity game and run the the Unity uh, browser extension, um, or you can learn HTML five or whatever. Um, I know. You can use Blender as a game engine, and that's actually free. 
But will Blender uh, will Blender run in browsers? I don't know. Yeah, like if if you could find a uh, a Blender game on Congregates, that would be pretty cool. There's only been like two actual games made in Blender. Like you can do it, but don't <laughs> don't. No one's done it unless they're like you know are hell bent on making a game and no one will fund them. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I haven't really played a lot of uh, like browser based games lately. It seems like my sister plays. Sorry, it seems like most games that are browser based are like Facebook games. Mm-hmm. My sister plays a uh, Webkins every day. <laughs> uh, she still has her Webkins from she when she was you know yeah. middle school, and wow, she goes on and you know that that's like the, uh, one of those that was trying to kind of capitalize on sort of like the Neopets mar- market, right? Like that mm-hmm. that same kind of demographic. It was half Neopets, half Beanie Babies, because you had to buy the toy, too. Oh, you did? Okay. And oh, I There was a run on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, Hallmarks all around our area were, like, sold out of the toys, because they wanted, like, there were, like, special limited edition ones and stuff, and, like, of course, now <laughs> you can get them for free behind Arby's, but... <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you can you can find, uh, like, you, you can find a giant pile of Webkins along with the pile of Wii Fit balance boards at your local Goodwill. Yes, the uh, Guitar Hero drums. Yeah. I, I still have the Rock Band drums all set up out in my living room. You know, you want to <laughs> come over at any point. All right, I'm, le- I'm leaving now. I'm right. a flight. No, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I- I'm looking at a picture of Sloshy here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've only seen him once in concert, and it was years ago. But that is Robert Schneider, right? The bald guy <laughs> with the beard? I think that is Robert Schneider, yes. I, I feel like anyone who's in that collective of athens musicians looks different every two years look at jeff mangum but yeah everyone who uh is a musician and lives in georgia just is in every other band that's in that's in georgia you're also in the rem you're also in the 52s you're also in uh shoot what's that one not important deer hunter that's what i was thinking of (laughs) oh yeah they god i forgot that they're also from there they're also from athens yeah, I I, wa- I went to a Deer Hunter show um, after their most recent album came out, um, and uh, I think that was my second Deer Hunter show. And yeah, still still a really great time. Uh, I think Little Richard was the last of like the big big four like Georgia musicians from like the the fifties or whatever. Yeah, uh, just passed away. Yeah, R.I.P. Little Richard. Pour one out was did was not did not appear in any of the sloshy collaborations. Unfortunately, no, uh, no, he was too busy <laughs> what being I'm reading. Uh, like a Sesame Street guest star. He was on Sesame Street a lot. I never, I always thought he was just a character on Sesame Street. For <laughs> yeah, I did too. Up. I was surprised to learn that he had been around since the fifties. He was old as hell. Yeah, uh, I was. I was surprised he was still alive when I found out he had passed away. So yeah, me too. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Sloshy uh, has performed live, and they include Mike and Matt Chapman, and it seems like Robert Schneider. Um, <laughs> and they released and- a. Uh, and actually, I think Robert Schneider has a uh, another band now with Mike and Matt called Air Sea Dolphin, and they released a a split EP with Sloshy on Chunklet nice. Records. I think you can get it on their Bandcamp. <laughs> You say Chunklet Records? Yeah, Chunklet. <laughs> I've I, not heard of that. I, I think they're a local, uh, a, a, a local Georgia uh, record label. Chunklet. Yep, they're Georgia based. That is an incredible name. A lot of good names this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, did we cover the the list of cities that Limousine tours in? No. I, oh my god! I think the the. I'm sorry to go back to limousine, but they're zining across <laughs> the country. 2001 uh, appears to be an actual shirt. Uh, had all the all of the uh, the touring cities in the background. Oh, I see uh, this now. Feature- yes, <laughs> such such cities as Stuggard and and Bunt and North Time and Thubley and Shuppleton. <laughs> yeah, you, have you ever been to uh, Hollysack? I have, I have a friend who has like family there. I have not. I was always more of a Shoigat person, which is if you're going to go to Hageltown, Pantsburg, Yondersville. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think Yondersville is right next to historic over there. <laughs> Bu- <laughs> I can't even say this one. Bunnard. <laughs> it's, it's like a rejected uh, name for a character. Yeah, under the fun facts, you see uh, the fact Bunt is a distinct is a distinctively shaped cake pan, and also refers to cakes baked in them. It is. It's that. It's that like pound cake shape. Yeah. So thanks, HR Wiki. Our, our recurring segment. Thanks, HR Wiki. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the notes on the on the Sloshy page says that one of the members of Sloshy looks suspiciously like Patrick Wilson from Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately, we'll just never know. Uh, the guy they're talking about. I'm pulling a picture of Patrick Wilson. Not that one. The Weezer one. Not the not the insidious one. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like kind of a fast and loose Wikipedia edit if you're just like, hey, I have an idea. <laughs> this this is kind of right, right? Yeah. Just thinking out loud here. Sure. Uh, yeah. E- everyone, in, everyone in Weezer uh, is kind of like exactly what Strong Bad is describing when he talks about uh, this kind of band. Mm-hmm. They, they, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if they don't look Weezer at the they edit. don't look at the audience while they're playing, and they they wear glasses. Uh, Weezer's kind of had like a heel turn though in the past couple of years. I feel like this was Weezer <laughs> Green Album, not Weezer. We're gonna cover everything and become the Elon Musk of music. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna do the, the, meme. the epic Weird Al uh, Africa cover. God, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure between the two of us, like. Possibly even mutually, we know a person who is, like, still a giant Weezer stan. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's probably Sean. Uh, Sean was <laughs> Sean was the biggest Weezer fan in high school. Still still carries a torch for their older stuff, which is good. Um, was a huge Weezer fan in high school. Also was a w- huge Weird Al fan. When that video came out, Tyler Mink put it in our group chat and goes, I am crying laughing, picturing the meltdown that high school Sean would have had <laughs> as, as Weird Al came out during the Weezer concert. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo uh, is like, we have a very special guest. <laughs> Could have brought out Jesus and he would have, would have reacted in a more mild manner. Yeah. Well, for me, it's... Uh... Like for for me, that band is Depeche Mode, and I think anybody who knows me will know that. You're a big Depeche Mode, yeah. Stan, my that was like my my uh, my my baby music was my parents' Depeche Mode CDs. Nice. <laughs> my uh, my first concert when I was 11 was Prince, and it was all downhill from there. Oh yeah, I feel like I feel like that's like more that that like more qualifies you for. Uh, living where i do than uh than than i am i when i i used to do a comedy i had a joke about minneapolis radio and prince because uh <laughs> they would play like a paul mccartney song and when it was over they'd be like all right that was the single of paul mccartney's second album uh it was you know lost in the b-sides forever until a fan posted on a website and he pulled it out of a concert had a good reaction to it he's been playing it ever since and they'll play a prince song and go yeah that was prince <laughs> it's like it's our it's our station required hourly print song. Uh, uh like I've been to a number of uh concerts um in the last uh 14 years or so since I got mm. since I was old enough to start going to them by myself um where whatever band has arrived in Minneapolis they'll like either give like a prince shout out um first of all because like a lot of the shows are played at first avenue which is like where a lot of purple rain was filmed um oh cool but either that or they'll just like straight up like have learned a prince cover for their minneapolis show (laughs) yeah they'll do a they'll do a version of raspberry beret they learned yesterday yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think uh i I'm trying to remember exactly what bands have done that, but I know that Jukebox the Ghost was one of them. <laughs> it's I I saw I saw Reliant K cover Africa before it was a meme to cover Africa. That was <laughs> probably the most ill-fitting cover I've seen, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I I'm sure my my wife would be really into that. Uh, she she still. Uh, has a, a, a lot of her music taste uh, left over from when she uh, listened to mainly Christian rock bands as a teenager. Nice. Uh, the, she's the she's still a big uh, Skillet fan. 
those are one of those bands that was it was Christian rock, but it wasn't explicitly Christian rock. You had to dig deep. Right, exactly. You had to, re- you had to read the more liner symbolism. notes to find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have time to go through the uh, the C tier, the lower is going to the the category uh, bands on HR Wiki? Yeah, uh, they have some good one off bands. Yeah, they do. The first Which one is, is uh, Advantage. Yeah, Avantage. Yeah, Avantage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is four very poorly drawn uh, all girl metal band from New Jersey. Yeah, do we know like who did the voices? Oh, we do. It's it's actually yes. listed on the wiki page. Uh, Missy, uh, Jackie Chapman, who I guess is Matt's wife. Yeah, uh, some woman named Karen Wagner. Don't know her, and uh, Dana Swanson, who's only. Uh, HR wiki page redirects to Avantage. <laughs> well, there Although you apparently go. she is the voice of Tsunami, so oh well, good for her. Yeah, <laughs> the current voice um, of Sarah on the Tsunami block. I wonder how old this page is and whether that's still accurate. I don't even know if Tsunami yeah, is still a thing, actually. Oh my, that's a good point. Like, I wonder if Sarah's like the new Tom, who famously famously died in the Toonami movie one summer. Yeah, I remember when they switched from Tom to like Tom Two. Mm-hmm. He he used to be a lot, a lot more rounded, and then they made him a little bit more uh, kind of like uh, bulbous and Y two K looking. Because he used to he used to have like the Toonami voice, and then they switched to uh, Steve Bloom, who was Spike from Cowboy Bebop, and now he talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> Cowboy That's Bebop was memory. like one of one of their like two anime shows that they had on on Tsunami. That and Gundam Wing. Yeah, you could watch both those. And then they slowly uh, branched lot- out into like Hamtaro and Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, and then you know Sea Lab. Yeah, the, the best anime. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, a lot of these bands are just like one offs or like vaguely mentioned in the Strong Bad email. Like, uh, she likes cloth, which I think is what one of the teen girls said on the beach. And one yeah. of the guys was like, oh, it's a good band name. <laughs> I like music and, um, cloth. <laughs> that girl just said she likes cloth. Yeah. Uh, then they came up uh, in the, uh, the Strong Bad Email Independent, where they have, uh, done the soundtrack for the independent film City, State. <laughs> um, which always oh, made me think they- of Juno. Yes, it does. One hundred percent. To look it up, it looks like Juno or uh, Paper Heart, also with Michael Sarah. Yeah, or like Five Hundred Days of Summer. It's it's those uh, it's the parentheses around the comma, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all lowercase, um, of course. Also, weirdly, I guess this, this kind of counts. They might be giants. Had a music video on HomestarRunner.com for a long time. Yeah, um, for experimental film. So I guess they exist in the canon. They do. Uh, if you if you go and watch the uh, the commentary track uh, for experimental film, um, uh, Strong Bad calls them those super giant guys, <laughs> and Strong Sad's like that's not what they're called. Uh, oh, the Dancing Brothers. Yep, the Dancing Brothers from uh, the sad or the the somewhat folky tale of Sadie Dumpington. Sadie Dumpington. Have, have you met my good friends, the Dancing Brothers? The Dancing Brothers, I think I reference, my dad and I reference almost more than any other <laughs> Homestar Runner joke. Uh, Glenn, Mart Bell, and the Killer Dynamo. <laughs> yeah. Very good names again. Uh, apparently, Mart Bell is a reference to Marty Beller from the MIP Giants, circling back around. Yeah. Uh, the Killer Dynamo is just a good a good name. That reminds uh, cool, me. Cool. Uh, that reminds me of the puppet jam videos uh, that they might be giants did with with uh, puppet homestar mm-hmm. so I, oh i guess I, I feel like i feel like the collaboration with they might be giants has kind of been long standing in that regard they've got a they've got to at least be in the 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 best friends on myspace yeah they're top 8 they're they're somewhere in the top 8 uh cool tapes was formed after uh Homestar painted cool tapes on the wall, and while he was out, Strong Mad, The Cheat, and Marzipan formed a band called Cool Tapes. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that there was like more Cool Tapes lore. Um, I, I I only remember um, I, I only remember that first cartoon, but apparently, yeah. there's like way more Cool Tapes songs now. They have more songs than Tarantula. How is this? Who let this happen? <laughs> 
I, I feel like uh, I, I feel like Missy probably had something to do with it. She's like, I want to sing more songs, and I'm in a well, band called a, Cool Tapes. Uh, cool Tapes also is a very good tour route of uh, <laughs> sculpted bushes, tin beads, uh, bread store city, and Thuxtable. <laughs> some, of the, <laughs> some of the many talents they'll be gracing. Yeah. Man, uh, I, I really need to find some of these shirts. I wonder if they, I, I wonder if they moved any of these to their new uh, Teespring store. I'm so glad they have a Teespring store now. Yeah, because I hated having to like wait to see if one was going to go back on sale. Because Teespring's the one where like they're always on there, right? Yeah, they. I think they, they just... produce them uh, on demand. Perfect. Gone are the days of having to find a bunch of friends to be interested in a shirt. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to print a hundred of them and hope that you get your money back. Uh, big, big fan. The uh, when they did the uh, live show, they brought back the plush cheats. Oh and man! And they sold out. They sold out one before me in line. God, I was ready to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about how one was on eBay at the time uh, when we recorded that episode, and it was like three hundred dollars or something like that. Nuts. And of course, the battery were, was dead. Yeah, because people were going just for replacement battery, replacement voice boxes. Yeah. They were like, yeah, I just need this for the voice box because mine, <laughs> mine I bought in 2001 died. Yeah. The closest thing that I can do is uh, play the Flash game where you can use like the wind up foot and kick the, the doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who else we got here? That that about that we got oh we got Brain Krieg and Kissy Boots who were the Teen Girl Squad yeah Brain and, Krieg uh, was the one that uh, was like dentist jugga jigga wugga yeah decomposing pumpkin yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and then uh, uh, the ugly one did the uh, the breakdown solo <laughs> yeah and, and in, but, uh, in Kissy Boots she had the sixteen hour drum solo yeah <laughs> 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 her drums came to life there's there's a uh, I gotta hate it. I didn't realize how good the world building of Homestar Runner was until just in this moment. <laughs> George R. R. Martin can describe food all he wants to. The the Chapman brothers created no less than nine fictional bands to cover the broad, uh, various genres they might have to pull from. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like most of them were just created because they needed like some joke to have to fill some time in a strong bad email or a cartoon and then later they were like hey remember that one thing we said you know four years ago let's make that an actual thing the only person that does that i'm gonna be a be a super nerd here and you can cut this if you want to (laughs) is one piece does this really well the uh the pirate manga they will introduce a background character for four panels and they will be a villain in 200 chapters later oh my god they'll pop back up and you'll have to go back and find them and be like, oh, my God, they did totally walk out on their check and now he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who writes that, it's a one guy. It's just like as a galaxy brain of background characters. Yeah. Like that's like uh, that's like Tolkien levels of like being a nerd about your own material. Yeah, there's there's a re- and then like he, a lot of the lore he makes up in the uh, in the reader questions, they're like, hey, when's this character's birthday? I think it should be May 12th. And he's like, all right, it sounds good. And <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> yeah. And then when May 12th comes around, you see the uh, the Tumblr post about people who celebrate fictional birthdays are annoying. Pass it on. <laughs> Screw this post. Happy birthday, Sonic. <laughs> well, I think that'll uh, about wrap it up for uh, this discussion of fictional Homestar Runner bands. I was panicked. There was not enough material on Homestar Runner bands to fill an hour. And here we are an hour later. <laughs> the thing is, like, I'm you, you start talking about one thing on Homestar Runner and then, like, four or five other things come branching out of that that you have to at least briefly touch on. So that's why mm-hmm. it's easy to do this podcast without a lot of planning. I was I was, I, I was so worried for nothing. I drank all that whiskey for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks. My, my nerves are... Uh, this has been an, a, a Zoe, the first Zoe-less episode of The Stick. Uh, hope that y'all are still on board. Uh, I certainly had a great time. Um, you can find me, David, uh, on Twitter at, uh, at Daves with three Vs, uh, like the funny Waves Landlord. Um, 
And uh, I also do a podcast with uh, Noise Space founder Matt GameCube called Tuning Fork, uh, which is about Pitchfork Media and uh, how they're bad at writing reviews. Um, first of all, David, thank you for having me. Yeah. I hope that was a, uh, a fine Kelly Ripa today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, that's, that's really all we can hope to be. Um, I've been Will. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Will Farr. Um, I also do a podcast called Radish. Uh, fellow noise space show uh, where we talk about good news from every week because uh, Lord knows we could use it. Um, I also have a pilot coming out this week uh, for a show called Kid Nation Nation where me and uh, Tyler from Radish and two of our friends watch every episode of the failed psychological horror experiment Kid Nation from CBS and talk about it. Uh, please watch along with us. It's all on YouTube. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, as we always say, buy all our play sets and toys. <laughs> Ready, boys? One, two, three, four. Cool tips are cool because they're where it is at. Cool tips are cool and we like it like that. Cool tapes. Cool tapes. We like to get down with cool, cool tapes. We like to get down with... A bag of four grapes? A bag of four grapes.